shouting like a madman, looked like Mr. Clean. The next thing he said was, Slime in the ice machine. I said, Slime in the ice machine. He said, Slime in the ice machine. He said, Filthy utensils and roaches on the floor, small food in the freezer, mouse droppings by the door, and Slime in the ice machine. Slime in the ice machine. He said, Slime in the ice machine. Hey everybody, it is March 14th, 2022, and this week the H stands for hectic because it's March Madness, or as we're going to call it here, March Sadness. But before we talk about my bracket selections, just a couple, uh, little bit of news from around the league. The biggest is that Major League Baseball, the lockout, has officially ended. They managed to come to an agreement, and it looks like they are going to be able to play a full 162-game season despite having the uh, week delay. Uh... Of all the things that came out of the lockout, honestly, I'm not really opposed to any of it. I think some of it, like the enlarged bases, is just kind of like, okay. I mean, if that if that's really if making changes that minute are going to really increase people stealing bases and stuff like that and getting on base, and I guess go for it. Uh, Universal DH, all about that. Get with the times. Uh, no reason to have pitchers doing that. It's like I, I've joked before. It's like if football had a rule that, like, in the National Football Conference, field goals could only be kicked by the the, the shortest guy or the fattest guy or the guy with the biggest foot. It just, it's such an arbitrary thing that they're, like, funneling people who suck at something into it. It just It's an odd thing. But anyway, that's going to be a thing of the past. I guess the only thing is the de- the banning the defensive shift. I, uh, I, I'm not, I, I, I don't mind the defensive shift. I think probably be better... If people learn to hit uh, against it, but I guess I can see where baseball is coming from. If their whole thing is like increasing like ball and play or whatever you want to call that, people getting onto base. Uh, if if that's going to help towards that, then I guess go for it. In all other sports, there's rules as to what defenses can and can't do. Uh, you know, in the course of the game, so it's not really that unreasonable. I I haven't looked up the exact details. I don't know what the limitations is. It's like a a, a ban. All, all together on it, or is it like ex- like extreme shifts where they're going to mandate so many people have to be in the infield or the outfield? I don't know. I haven't looked into it. But overall, the lockout's done. We're good to go. Astros season will be kicking off. Not kicking off. You know what I mean. It's going to be starting. What is it called when it's? Because it's like you're not kicking off. You're not tipping off. Is it the opening pitch? Anyway, opening pitch is going to be April 7th. It's a night game against the Angels. So we can go out there and see Mike Trout be a... Mike Trout... (coughs) Excuse me. Should I edit that out? I should, but I'm being lazy. Uh, We can see Mike Trout go out there and essentially be a loaf of bread in uniform. He's got the personality of a uh, glass of water. Uh... Because it's opening day, we might get an Otani, though, so that'll be fun. Anyway, NBA, the Rockets are currently 15th in the West, but technically not eliminated from playoff uh, from playoff contention because we are, at that point, the Orlando Magic are officially knocked out. I can't imagine that it's the uh, the Rockets are going to be too far behind, though, as far as being like officially ick out of the whole thing. And then the Texans... Watson, uh, Deshaun Watson will not be facing any criminal charges. He's still got a whole headache of things to deal with as far on the, as like the civil side of things and the league punishing him. But it seems like he has definitely dodged a huge hurdle in that one as far as his ability to go elsewhere, which actually is bad for his victims. 
good for the Texans because now he can finally leave and we can move on with our franchise. Uh, as of right now, the Panthers and the Saints apparently are interested in him. I'm sure more and more are going to start coming out of the woodworks now that it looks like at most he's going to be facing awful PR and like a suspension. Which the thing is, I, I don't know how that works because it's like if you're not charged with anything and if you have civil cases that don't go anywhere, like can the league even do anything to you? I don't know. I don't know how that works. But anyway, on to March Madness, or as we're calling it, March Sadness. So pretty much the whole gimmick here is I've, I don't pick brackets because I don't watch enough college basketball to really know, so it's just not really even worth the time. But I do like March Madness. I mean, who doesn't love a giant, comically large tournament with a bunch of schools you've never heard of so many games there's always bound to be at least one or two upsets but due to it but it's also it works well because there's like kind of the chaos at the beginning where you really get some of these crazy upsets but usually by the time you get to like the elite eight you've it's usually kind of like the same people like uh so it's fun and I know that for like gamblers it's a big deal and for some of these people like this is the only time anybody talks about Colgate University uh, so I thought what would be fun is to just go through, they just this evening released the 68 teams that are going to be in the March Madness tournament that starts later this week. And I was like, let me find every possible connection I can to these teams and throw as big of a net as I can to the 68. So here are, in no particular order, the teams that I will be tracking as our teams during the tournament. Now, Chances are all of these guys could be washed out in the first week because I don't think there's any like real heavy hitters, but there might be. Like I said, I don't watch enough college basketball I really know. But So anyway, so here are the teams that we are going to be following uh, and why. So first is Georgia State. I have family out in Georgia, and I think their kids go to Georgia State, but they might go to Georgia. I can't remember. Good enough. Boise State is in Idaho. Our good friends Jeff and Greg of the Jeff and Greg podcast are out of Idaho. So we're going to cheer for Boise State in their weird blue football stadium, football field. Uh, Connecticut, because Mr. Toll, who's a big supporter of NRQ, uh, both as a fan and financially, uh, is from Connecticut. He didn't go there, but did he go there? No, I doubt he I I don't know where he went to college. He's even like told me stories about being in college. I can't remember where he went. But anyway, he's from Connecticut, so we're going to cheer for Connecticut. Arkansas. I have a lot of uh, – my, my dad's good friend was lived in Arkansas, so I have a lot of good memories of being in Arkansas. And one of my favorite teachers, who I still stay in touch with, went to Arkansas. So we're going to be uh, Razorbacks for that for them. Uh, Vermont, Only not only because they're hot coming into the tournament, they are the home of Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream. If you're getting ice cream by the pint, you really can't go better than Ben & Jerry's. Uh, Texas Tech, Big Te Big 12 school, pretty much any of the Big 12 schools I included, any of the Big 12 or any of the Texas schools, but like Texas Tech, a lot of friends went to Texas Tech. Sean Darvishi, one of the big sponsors of NRQ, went to Texas Tech. And let's just say that I have a lot of fond memories of Texas Tech because I met a lot of romantic partners anytime I went to Lubbock. So we'll leave it at that. Michigan State. Our good friend Doc over at grizzlybomb.com, an American cinematographer magazine, is a big Michigan State supporter. Baylor, that is another Big 12 school. Uh, let's see. Oh, of course, 
the University of Texas, for me, because I went there. They are actually going to be playing this week against Virginia Tech, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I added Yale to the list for some reason, because I like any time those nerd schools get into this these tournaments, you know. Just a bunch of Ivy League kids that are going good at basketball. We'll see how they do. Uh, Murray State, I only added this because I thought it was McMurray, which is a school that the Bay Chef went to. But he went to McMurray, and this is Murray State. But I already wrote it down, so it stays. Uh, Texas Southern and Texas A&M at Corpus Christi. Both Texas schools, and they are actually the first four. So the two of them are going to play, and one of, and only one of them is even going to go to the big tournament. But uh, we got our eye on them. Uh, TCU, another Texas school. Houston, of course. You know, how can it be the H's for hell if we don't uh, root for U of H? Uh, Tennessee, because they're the volunteers, because they volunteer to help Texas. Uh, and also Sam Houston was from Tennessee. Uh, Kansas, my cousin went there. Uh, that they're actually, I think, a really good team. So that might be one where that that would we may go deep with them. Uh, San Diego State, an old friend of mine, went to college there and played for their rugby team. Uh, Wisconsin, I have family up in Wisconsin. Colgate, I don't have any actual connections to Colgate, but I just cannot help myself from making jokes about them being a like a university of dentists. So it's even though that's not what it is, it's not the same Colgate. It was just it was like one time like Sam Houston the football team destroyed Colgate and it was like, well yeah, they're just a bunch of dentists. What are they out there doing that? So that's what, if they if Colgate gets like creamed in this, I'll be like, well, that's they should focus on teeth. Uh again, I don't believe this university has any connection with Colgate the toothpaste. Well, actually while I have people out here, I I got a Colgate University toothpaste jokes oh look at that well oh they are they are they are uh, connected oh wow so the founder of colgate the company is william colgate that's one that sells the toothpaste his son james colgate donated a ton of money to the school and they named it after him so it's technically not connected to the enterprise that makes the toothpaste but it is the same colgate look at that however it is not a school that specializes in toothpaste uh manufacturing and or dentistry anyway our last team that we're going to be following is miami because i am a huge follower of dan levitard and uh, the shipping container if it wasn't for them i wouldn't care about anything miami related but I figure, why not? We'll follow it. Be a little homers like them. So anyway, now, so I'm really excited for this because, you know, who doesn't love a big, giant-ass tournament? Uh, we'll be back after the first round when we see who made the cut and who didn't. How crazy is it going to be if every one of these teams gets eliminated and, and it's just done? But, uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll be following these teams as far as it goes. Uh we're about less than a month away from Astros baseball being back. It looks like the H's for Hell will still be here when opening day comes, so we'll, we'll get to cover that. Uh, so yeah, all all in all, good stuff. Uh, I I you know it sucks that Deshaun Watson. Well, and that's a fine line because I want to say, well, it sucks that he doesn't face criminal charges. But if he didn't do something that merited criminal charges, then you don't deserve. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's it's a real 
pickle to be in, but I am happy that he will be gone. But anyway, we'll be back after the first round of March Madness, and uh, hope you guys have a good one, and I'll see you then. Like what you heard? Check out more at nrqpodcast.com. Gamma Gator Productions. <laughs>